All right. Here we are again. We're back. Episode two. We've decided that it would be fun to add a video aspect of this. So we are recording our voices and also our faces right now in our kitchen. So another segment that we are going to do that'll be about three seconds long is what are Cole and Gouda drinking during the podcast? (laughs) So for all of my viewers that can see me here, I am drinking a good old fashioned margarita. Not old fashioned, but a gold. But a good good old fashioned. Old fashioned. Margarita. (laughs) With 818 Tequila. Shout out Kendall Jenner. Oh, that's the... Sponsor me. That's the the Kendall Jenner one. That's it the is. one we had at... Uh, it's actually really good. The like, Oakmont. If you don't right. believe in Kardashian products, I totally understand. But this is one you should probably believe in because it's pretty good tequila. That's the one we sipped on, right? At the mm-hmm. Oakmont? And yeah. I'm kind of a tequila snob, so Uh-oh. I can say that. Shout out to Chunt. And I am drinking... My favorite, it's the Old Hammer Seven Year. That's bourbon, everyone. Yes. Sorry, I just kind of assumed that they saw the brown and then, yeah. But it's bourbon. I'm a bourbon person, uh, but it's from West Fork Whiskey, which is a wonderful place here in Indianapolis. Um, And the Seven Year is my absolute, absolute favorite. Cheers. Let's get this thing rolling. Cheers. Episode two. Episode two. Well, okay. Can we also just talk about (laughs) the first week of our podcast? Sure. Like, it's crazy. I got texts, DMs, Facebook messages, all the things from people. Some people I haven't talked to in forever. Some people like lots of people that don't even live in Indy. And they were all just like, I was blown away with the amount of people who tuned into our podcast, had really positive things to say about it. Like, it's just amazing that we were able to get to the place that we are in right now for episode two. And I feel like it just made us even more excited yeah. to keep going. Yeah, uh, no, I totally agree. I, I also got some uh, crazy, awesome support messages um, from some friends. Um, I don't think any of my family listened to this, but if they did, awesome. Hey guys. Um, but no, just like, yeah, it's an, it's an incredible feeling. Um, we, we thought of this project, we were sitting eating dinner and we were like, this is, this would be a great idea for that's Boone, by the way, this would be a great idea for us to just like one, talk to each other. Like we said in the previous podcast, um, have a way to reminisce on uh, what we were thinking about in the early stages of our uh, our marriage, I guess late stages of engagement, all that fun stuff. Um, but it's just really cool. Yeah. And it's even more exciting to think about like, yeah, 50 plus people um, across the globe, actually. Uh, shout out to Bahrain. Bahrain. Um, Hi, Aunt Kathy, because <laughs> I know it was you. <laughs> listen to the, listen to the podcast, which is just yeah, it's really cool. So it's it's an exciting uh, feeling, and it makes us want to do it even more. So, and um, our friend Lando said we had great podcast voices. So shout out, lots to, of people have said that. Which shout is out just to Lando there, wild. Yeah. But, um. All right, let's get rolling. Yeah, we we'll just yeah, really quick, our game plan because we've talked about this multiple times now since we released the first episode. The first three episodes, so this is two, uh, and then we'll hit three. It's just going to be primarily us and our story. So this is for people that don't necessarily know all of the details. And um, hopefully this shows uh, just us in a in a spotlight a bit more, how we met, 
who we are, who we were right before we we uh, got uh, started having feelings for one another, um, all of that. And then after that, what we want to do is we want to start having those more um, unfiltered conversations like we had promised from from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And do you want to give everybody a sneak peek of, of what we're going to talk about or do you want to? hold off on that i think we'll hold off all i will say is you'll get to know us much better okay as people not just as a couple that's that's a good uh sneak peek right there yeah all right let's do it so this is for episode two to start this is the second time that cole and gouda got to meet um uh, so I feel like there was a lot more interaction between you and the other guys before this night started. So maybe it makes sense again for you to start out and talk through uh, what, what happened. And then I could just like follow up from from my sloppy drunk point of view. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so I, if you tuned into the first episode, you heard about the first time we had ever met. Um We did not do much interacting that night, um, but I did get to chat with a lot of Gouda's best friends who are now some of my best friends for a a good long while that night. So I felt like I was on, you know, better terms with them, got one of their phone numbers, another one of his friends got my roommate Kylie's phone number. And so we were just kind of like, all right, well, after we learned that we kind of liked hanging out with these people, we were like, all right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, The girls and I... Was this the time that we went, we were going to go camping or we did go camping? You did go camping. So the girls and I went camping with a different group of friends Mm -hmm. and you guys were like, oh, maybe we'll come camping like, and we'll just be near you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, then that didn't happen because y'all were smart. It was like a downpour the entire weekend. It was nothing but storms and rain and it was craziness. So the girls and I ended up coming back from camping early and a day early. So I think it was Kylie's idea. She was like, let's just tech like, like. Let's text that group that we hung out with last weekend and just see like if they want to come over for a little bit. So we did. And it was so what you, John, Pykel, Betsy and Wendy, right? Yeah, I think rolled up to our house. John wasn't there, was he? No, I don't think so. Okay, that sounds right. Because, yeah, we I think we all just um, fit into Pykel's truck, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I remember Kylie and I were sitting on the porch eating pizza and we saw that big old truck and all you guys all pour out of it with this like giant ass cooler. And we're (laughs) like, what did we invite them over for? Like, I think we prefaced it by being like, come over for like a chill hangout, like we'll play games kind of thing. You guys bring this giant rolling cooler (laughs) full of booze. Oh Lord. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, we just, I think we just immediately started, we went to the backyard, we started playing like flip cup or something like that. Um, but the piece that I want to mention to everybody who's listening is, so I'd gotten to know two of the guys that were there. I feel like pretty well. I had some Mm -hmm. good conversations with them. And so my eyes were set on two people that night. Josh was one of them. And then Betsy was the other one. I was like, Betsy seems really cool. She seems kind of like a boss ass bitch. I kind of want to get to know her. And then you, I didn't even know your name at the, I literally knew you as Gouda. I didn't know your name was Josh. So I'm like this, I've got to get to know this Gouda character because he's a character. That's exactly the way to describe him. And so I had already, sorry, Wendy, didn't mean to like leave you out of that, but I was like, so like set on getting to know those two. It was, I was like getting to know two people at a time kind of thing. So yeah, you were pretty sober at that time. 
But yeah. I feel like you were getting more comfortable with us. Yeah. And so you you seemed a lot more open, willing to talk to me versus mm-hmm. the first time we had hung out. Um, I remember us playing flip cup and you and I were across each other, like flipping against each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how it came up. I want to say someone was just like, so is everybody here single? And then we were all like, yeah. And we started talking about like, OK, who's on the apps? Who's not? All of that stuff. And you had made a comment. Oh, boy. That I don't remember your exact words, I'm going to be honest, but you had made a comment that was like, nope, like I'm not dating, but like I'm open to friends with benefits kind of relationship or just anything like that. But you like clearly were like, nope, not trying to be in a relationship, casually dating. That's different. But like you were like the only person I feel like that wasn't like game to have a like a long-term relationship at that point Mm -hmm. it piqued my interest and it intrigued me for sure sure so i was like okay i'm gonna ask this guy some more questions and we started talking and sure enough you were very honest with me and you told me that you were not ready for a serious relationship and you kind of just wanted to fuck around for a bit because you had just gotten out of a six-year relationship yeah to to clarify it like wasn't just out of the six year this was like um, and I can, I can speak to it whenever it's my go around, but it was like many, many months, like six months after this had happened. But I feel like it was the first time you kind of like lifted a bit of the like layer off. So I yeah. could see a bit more to you mm-hmm. and same kind of thing with Betsy. Like she completely opened up to me that night. I feel like her and I really bonded. Of course the drinks kept flowing. People got more talkative Gouda took his shirt off and decided to venture over to our neighbor's house, if which you thought, was horrifying. If you thought that the, uh, the shirt wasn't coming off this time, boy, were you wrong. Falling off our porch. So, yeah, I don't have much more to say about that night other than I you started to open up and I started to see there were a lot more layers to you and you were a much different person than who I had originally labeled you as. Mm -hmm. And I was intrigued. So I was like, okay, there's way more to this Gouda guy than what he's letting me or anybody else see it, see this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm stubborn as hell. So (laughs) I'm going to figure out what it is. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah, this is so this one is obviously going much quicker because that that night was actually pretty quick. That that second night we met. Yeah. But yeah, no, actually, what was happening is the the onion was getting peeled back, so to speak. Um, Yeah. So from my perspective, it was the same kind of situation. It was I I was working at home at the time in um, the good old Hoat and um invited up again hey we're gonna go hang out with the girls there was talk about the um about the the camping situation but um they quickly turned that down because they were like oh the forecast is horrible so we're not going to do that so i went up there for the weekend and then that night when it came up we definitely went to the store bought way too much alcohol for um a house party that was supposed to be chill come to find out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember us pulling up Pykel's, uh, big truck there on that, uh, that lovely street pulled up to 
that uh, brick house. And I remember being like, yeah, like I, I feel I feel more confident. I felt, you know, we had we had a, a really good time with one another. But it was it was one of those moments where we were walking up and it was like, I can't believe we did what we did last week with these people. And they're inviting us like, you know, not necessarily <laughs> into their home, but near their home. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember like we talked, uh, um, not just us, but like everybody talked a bit on the porch before anything started. Um, and I distinctively remember that the person that invited everybody over there was nowhere to be found. <laughs> so we were like, isn't there a Kylie? And Kylie was the one that I, I think maybe texted John. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Kylie was there. Kylie. Jamie was the one that was like, no, yeah. it was okay. So it was Jamie. She was like, we should have the all those people over and have like okay. a rager. She wanted to have like a legit like rager. And then quickly went to bed when we got back from camping. Okay. Okay. So it makes more sense. You guys were like banging on her bedroom door. Yeah. Trying to get her up and I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we slowly made our way from the front porch past Jamie's bedroom to, to the back where we had that flip cup table, that nasty, nasty table. Is that the table we have in our garage right now? Yes, it is. It's been through a lot. It's seen a lot. We need to put Lysol on that. (laughs) Anyway. Um, to be clear, we clean it after every party. The um, the the good old flip cup table. But this, we hadn't taught you guys how to play musical flippy cup at this point. We played regular flip cup, right? Correct. Yeah. So played regular flip cup. I remember that question coming up and like everybody kind of went around mm-hmm. talking about their dating slash their what are they um, interested in or what are they doing currently? Yeah. And I was very much in the mood. But I was also kind of like playing it off a bit, you know, just being maybe a stereotypical guy in that sense where it's like, oh, no, I'm not interested in anything oh, serious. For sure. like, yeah, just, you know, that whole that whole thing. Um, but I do remember making a very obscene comment. Um, maybe. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> How could I forget? I don't know if we can repeat what I said on the podcast. That's very nasty. Okay, so let me let me explain it real quick. That's oh my god, now it's all coming back to me. Okay, what I said was true. I just forgot this like very big piece of information. When we were talking about dating, you made this very like cocky, douchey comment about your abilities to please women. But I I here's what I where I am missing pieces. I don't remember what started. I don't know if somebody was triggering me to make a comment like that saying like, oh, I didn't have or like, I, I don't know. I don't know no, if somebody was, was prompting me to say I think that. it was all three of you guys trying to buck up your chests a little bit and in maybe, front of yes, new women. That sounds like and yeah, you claimed that you had a great track record. Of pleasing women. And boy, did I call you out on your shit real quick. I was like, hey, buddy, they're probably faking it. So I would like, you know, make your head a little bit smaller at this point, because I I don't know why I always feel like I need to start fighting people, but it's just my natural state, I guess. And I immediately was like, this guy is not going to think he's some like hot shit player at my house. But I think that I also knew that you were so full of shit 
that I was like, he's trying, he's overcompensating for something. And I'm not sure what that is, but I was intrigued enough to find out. And that's when you told me about your six year relationship. Yeah. But this, this was back on the porch. We were done playing. Um, so after I had made that obnoxious comment, um, and yeah, I think, I think you were right. I think these, the guys were trying to like prove who was more masculine or whatever, something stupid, you know? Um, I remember making that terrible comment and like how you didn't run away from me after that. I, I mean, my track record at this point was great. Tank top, flip flops, right. jeans, no real asking, first name, asking you to take your shirt off and saying that I can probably make you. Yeah. We'll bleep that out. Mm-hmm. So, and keep in mind, everyone, we're getting married so it's okay for us to talk about this now there will be a whole episode maybe lots of episodes on that but keep going on sex specifically yes yeah okay perfect we gotta get to night three still that'll be the perfect time to talk about it so we go to the front porch this is like when things are winding down but like everybody's like you know nice and feeling themselves and i remember us very uh specifically over in that corner actually where after our first date where we sat Mm-hmm. Us having that conversation and me saying, oh, yeah, I recently uh, got out of a six-year relationship with someone, someone that I was um, engaged to mm-hmm. and I was going to marry. And the bomb was dropped. No, I'm kidding. But I was kind of like, oh, OK, you piqued my interest. Like, I'm sorry. Boone just laid down in his crate on his little bed and he looks so cute right now. But so I think we need to fast forward to. Time number three. Okay. So this was the following weekend. Mm -hmm. Betsy was having a housewarming party and she invited all of us. Kylie was out of town. So just Jamie and I went. And I remember we walked in the door and you were like stone cold sober at this point. And you were like, hey, ladies, welcome. And it was like a totally different version of you that first night that we met. You were like, who you aren't like normally you were outgoing, Mm. you were super personable. Like immediately I feel like both of us were like, what's happening right now? Like, is this the same guy that we just met? But I walked right up to you before anyone started drinking. I was like, you need to tell me what is your actual name? And the third time we hung out, I finally learned that your name was not actually Gouda. Your name was Josh. And I was like, Okay, great. Because, I mean, it's fine. I call you Gouda every once in a while. I call Mm -hmm. you Goods a lot. That's where the nickname G came from. Mm -hmm. But when I'm trying to have get to know someone, have a serious conversation, I'm I'm personally not going to take it seriously if I keep referring to a person as Gouda. So I'm like, I need to get this kid's actual name. So quick question for you there, honey. (laughs) When I asked you your name, did you know my name at the time? You're skipping ahead. But this is... The thing that I no, this is an important moment that I think the world needs to know about. It is. I but what's important. No, just Im- answer the question. What's important is context. Bro, here. answer the question and then I'll get to the context. It's the thing that I'm most disappointed in myself about. Honestly, even past the comment about making you come. <laughs> I didn't in the moment remember your name. And this was after three times of hanging out. But you realize I had just put myself out there and asked you your real name. You could have been like, and your name is again. You know what I mean? Like, I gave you such an easy way to 
wait, I don't remember her. Cause everyone called me a nickname just like you. Right. And so like it made, com- it would have made complete sense for you not to know my name at that time. I know. I know. So it's, I, I think back to that moment so much and I'm like, you're right. I had so many opportunities, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it's just like it eats me because we at at the time of you entering, I knew it was Cole and Jamie when you guys came in. Right. And then like as the night progressed, I'll I'll give you the yeah. additional context to explain there. I mean, without if you guys have not already figured out, there's a pattern to these stories. <laughs> what did we do next? We started playing drinking games. We played Kings again. I remember we were outside on one of the balconies playing uh, playing Kings. Mike was there, brought all of his DJ equipment. Like we have an amazing friend who's a fantastic DJ. Credit, music credit goes to Luton. Luton DJ Luton. DJ Luton. Lutonmusic.com <laughs> is where you can find him. Thank you, Mike. Um so Mike started playing, you know, the night was wet. We were well into the night at this point. And I love all of them dearly, but they were kind of being buttheads and they kept moving levels of the house. And Mike was like following them because he wanted to like create a party for everyone that was there. And so finally, I was just like, I feel bad. Mike's going to stay on the like the the ground floor and I'll just be down there with Mike. I'll dance. I was feeling it at this point. So I was like, and Jamie was like, no, me too. And so Jamie and I are dancing in a living room by ourselves with our own personal DJ. And then who else walks in and decides, hmm, two girls, one dance floor. (laughs) I like my odds here. But Gouda himself. So it's Jamie Gouda and I and Mike playing music, DJing for us. And mm-hmm. we were down there dancing, just the three of us, for like hours it was a, at this it was point. A long time. Yeah. It was I have the I have the funniest videos from that night. Oh boy. Yeah. Of just like you had unbuttoned your shirt. Jamie and I had stolen your sunglasses. Jamie and I were like drenched in sweat because we were like dancing so hard. Yeah. But it was super, super fun. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was a private like event. It for, really was for just us because everybody else was either they were upstairs or mm-hmm. asleep, right? Upstairs yeah. talking or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So like that was really fun, and I had kind of like I don't know if I actually said it to Jamie or if I had kind of said it in like this weird girl way, but I basically told her that I had my eyes on you and I was gonna like put myself out there. But but what what prompted you to to think that in that moment? Was it just the culmination of that greeting at the very beginning, the finding out of me having dated this girl for six years. And like, I was just like a mystery that you wanted to continue uh, investigating or. Um, I mean, I guess you could say that, but I honestly think, and like, this is, we've talked about this. There's by no means is this something to like be embarrassed about. I actually think this is how most relationships should probably start is like, the intrigue kind of happened the first night and then I got to know you on a deeper level the second night. And then the third night was all about attraction. Like Mm. I thought you were very good looking. Not that I didn't think you were good looking, but I had seen you in a whole different light where I could look at you in that way. You seemed more mature to me. You were able to like hold yourself together a bit more. Like you and I had some more conversations and I, you just, it's like you almost kind of, made yourself an option for me that night because Mm. it's like you, you grew up rather quickly Mm. and you showed that you had more sides than just like goofy drunk Gouda. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So I would say that like, I, 
really liked you were, I liked hanging out with you. You were a lot of fun. You were super funny. All these great things that like start relationships. And then the third night is when I was like, all right, he's actually kind of hot too. So like win, 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 like let's go. (laughs) And I, what did I do? I came up to you on the dance floor knowing that you were drunk and you wouldn't know the answer to this question. You knew what was going to happen. I know, which is why I did it. Honestly, I think if I, if I wasn't for sure that you didn't remember my name, I don't think I would have done this because I think I was like too scared and like kind of timid at that point. But I walk up to you and I, what do I say? You go, you'll kiss me. I'll make out with you. I'll make out with you. If you tell me my name. Yep. Gosh. And you ran to like every person you could find being like, remind me of her name again. Remind me of her name again. And I was like, that's cheating. Sorry. Like, no such luck. But again, I just feel like if if I wasn't completely sure that you didn't know my name, I don't know if I would have put myself out there like that. It's like, you know, you already know what the card is going to be. So yeah. you don't mind like, quote unquote, taking a risk. It wasn't really a risk. Yeah. So I was like, OK, but that was my way of like letting you know that if you had your eyes on Jamie and I at the time, I was like the only one that was feeling it back. Mm. And she was not. Okay. So I feel like it was my way of being like, if you were trying to pick between the two of us, you would have better luck with me because I'm actually interested. Okay. It was my way of putting myself out there. Yeah. And put yourself out there. You did. We didn't actually plan. (laughs) We didn't actually plan um, to talk about this part, but this, this part is actually really important and it's what started all the butterflies for me. And you, you have your eyebrows like in a confused position here because i don't know what we're talking about so one thing happened that really like put the uh put the nail into it that day that night you stole my sunglasses oh right right right. i knew what i was doing please so you stole my sunglasses Mm -hmm. and the next morning i looked for them and i don't know if you told me that you were taking my sunglasses or yeah see i i didn't think so but I woke up that next morning and I was like, oh my gosh, like, uh, where are my sunglasses? And then like, I started talking to the guys about like, I had this really, really great night with, uh, <laughs> with Cole and Jamie. And, and then I started talking about you and what happened. And like, they obviously remembered that I couldn't remember your name. Um, but they were like, why don't you like talk to her? Why don't you text her or call her or whatever? And come to find out you had put your number into my phone. And more importantly, you put Jamie's phone number. I did. I told you, I knew exactly what I was doing that night. It was very sneaky. And to our (laughs) audience, I just, there's not enough credit that goes to to Cole here. This was very clever because (laughs) what did you tell me? You put both of those numbers in there Mm -hmm. to figure out who I would text first. And who did I text first? Me, but I knew that like Jamie and I were roommates, best friends. Like we, if either of us had gotten a text from you, I would have known immediately, which is why I was like, I'm going to, I remember someone took a video of the three of us with my phone and I sent that to your phone. Mm -hmm. No, that's what it was. It was a video taken with your phone and with your phone, I sent it to my phone and Jamie's phone. No context, no names, nothing. It was just a video of the three of us Mm -hmm. and just doing something stupid. I think we were singing My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Um, Like the previous weekend. Yeah. And so, yeah, I. So how did you know which one was mine versus Jamie's? So we can thank our one of my groomsmen. Woo-hoo. 
His name is his chunt. Packers suck. <laughs> I said, who is, uh, which number is cold? Do you guys know? And somehow, and I don't know how, maybe you told him, um, but I listed off the numbers and I said, there's a five, seven, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, I know where that's from. You're, you can say 574, but oh, okay. you realize that's the area code for lots of places yes, that's up fair. north. I, there's a fine line between like privacy. And right. we're, we're doing this for the first time. Folks. But Chant knew anyway, that I was from the South Bend area. He knew you were from South Bend. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool for sure then. Um, or when he told me, he's like, yeah, that's cool for sure. I said, oh, okay, great. Because um, I knew you had my sunglasses and I knew that obviously you were interested in me. And so God, I would hope so after what right, I said and exactly. did. Well, I tried formulating and spent way too much time figuring out what I was going to text you first. I'll be honest. I don't really remember what I texted you first. You literally were like, your name is Cole. I told you I knew it. Something yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, that I, I do remember. That. And then okay. you were like, do you have my sunglasses? Yeah, I took the sunglasses because I knew that we would have to see each other again in order for you to, and what I had quickly learned about you is that you lose sunglasses quite often, whether they fall in the water off the boat or whatever the case may be. My other aside here, my goal of this podcast is to show my development in terms of responsibility (laughs) (laughs) because my track record so far is not great, but Shout out to Gooder and Gooder are popular Ooh. now. You can get $25 sunglasses. They're amazing. And that's why I buy them It's because I lose my sunglasses all the time or like break them or whatever. So anyway. Um, but yeah. that's why I took the sunglasses. That's why I you knew took that you would come looking for them and that would lead to, I mean, it was very clear to me that by no means was this group like done hanging out or anything. Right. But I was like, I've put myself out there at this point. He can either accept or reject We'll see. We're going to take a little bit of a gamble here. And so I took the sunglasses. Yeah. You took it. And I I drove home to Terre Haute that night, um, the, the night after, because that was the Sunday. If I, yeah. So I, I was going home and I remember just like constantly thinking like, what's the next thing I'm going to say to her? What's the next thing? I think I even told you that I was traveling back because mm-hmm. um, at that point you knew where I actually lived. Yeah. Um, and I just remember just being all like, giddy and happy and this the the fun part is i went from that second night of being like no 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 i don't want anything to this now state of being where i was like i don't want to say the wrong thing because i don't want to fuck this up mm-hmm. and it's not because i was trying to just get into your pants it's not because i was just trying to have a date at the time is after that third night I realized how much fun you were. And yeah, I I did want to go on a date with you and I didn't want to mess that up. But I was like, these people could be really, really good friends because we, you know, we had these three experiences now. I didn't, I didn't want to mess this up. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that was the start of it all. And just to like sneak peek into uh, next uh, week's episode, we uh, agree on going, going on a date. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of the details were were decided, but it was it going to be that next weekend? Yeah, it was going to be it? that because we had texted okay. pretty much that whole week at that point. Yeah. So we were going to go out that next weekend. And then we were going to hang out with everybody afterwards. Right. And then, yeah, more to more to come on that. 
Yeah. So episode three will be about the first date and what led up to the first date and really just how it went. But I think that like, I'd like to kind of talk very briefly about, I don't know, themes, moral of the story, whatever you want to call it. And I think the biggest one for me as to why I felt like this was important enough to have an entire episode on. It was because up until Josh, I had pretty much stuck to quote unquote dating by type which was like blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, I don't know. I guess that's pretty much it. But like, I remember just feeling this like overwhelming sense of like, screw the type, screw any kind of expectation. Uh, This first night, I let it all hang out, like (laughs) acting like a freaking idiot. And like, all these people still accepted me. So like all of that kind of bullshit went out the window real quick because I showed my true colors that night. And so did you to a point. And so I think that I was just like, I feel something in my gut. I feel something in my head. I felt like I had this tiny voice in my head Mm -hmm. that was like, get to know him more, ask him more questions. I mean, you're a social worker, you're a therapist, (laughs) you listen to people for a living give him some space to speak and like knowing that you will listen to him and like, just see what, what happens, see what comes out. And I'm so grateful that I listened to that voice because I hadn't, I haven't, I hadn't trusted my own instincts in a really long time. And like, Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that when we talk about our past and whatnot, but I was scared to trust my own instincts because they had failed me. I felt. And so I was like, well, I'm done. I'm going to stick to these set of rules. And those are the rules I'm going to follow when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. And when I met you, I threw all those rules out the window. And I think it's always very important to like have boundaries and make sure you're doing something that you feel comfortable with. But I just, it irks me so much nowadays when I hear people be like, oh, but he's not my type. I'm like, who gives a shit if he's not your type? He could be the greatest human on the planet with the most amazing heart and the best sense of humor. And you're not even going to give him a chance because he doesn't have blonde hair. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. But like I said these to myself after I had given you a chance, like I'm so grateful that I didn't even question it for a second. I Mm. wasn't like, oh, he's not my type. He's the same height as me. Like all of those stupid things that girls care about just don't even matter when like you're getting to know someone. And if you get this sense of like, oh, maybe, but then you stop yourself because he's not your type or whatever, or he's not the one making the first move. Like, I'm here to tell you I'm living proof. It is not fucking worth it. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are cases where it works out for some people, but yeah, I think you're you're forfeiting a lot of opportunity. Absolutely. When you just go by this thing that somebody somewhere made up a long time ago. And they put it into little girls' heads and they need to follow it for whatever reason. Oh, for sure. Like, it's hard enough being a female, being a female that's trying to date. There's just so many obstacles in our way. Not saying there's not for men. It's just different. But I think that, like, we add even more obstacles for ourselves because we're like, oh, he has to be above six feet tall. He has to have this kind of body. And I'm not saying to ever settle or, like, sell yourself short, but... Getting to know someone on just a human level is so much more important. And you'd be surprised at seeing what seeing someone's heart looks like way before you ever start to look at them in like a romantic way. Wow. That's that's actually really good. See what someone's heart looks like first. Yeah, that's a really, really good way to summarize it. 
I think that's that's really important. Hopefully somebody can take something away from I hope that. So. And I think the last thing I want to say is like a lot of my really great friends have met their people on apps and that's great. Mm-hmm. I just always knew like that wasn't going to be my path. I was going to meet someone in the natural, in the natural world out in the wild. And I think a lot of people are just beyond frustrated with the apps and just kind of like the stigma that it creates with like being so judgmental and looking just at physical features and whatnot. And this is me also trying to encourage people that like, It doesn't have to be at some sleazy ass bar where like some guy offers to buy you a drink, put yourself out there, take risks, go to a stranger's home in the middle of a pandemic for a bonfire. And you maybe with friends, though. Yes. And (laughs) obviously be safe. But like you never know where life can lead you. And so that's the thing, too, because I know a lot of people nowadays are just very frustrated with the dating apps and that whole scene that like it still is possible to meet people out in the wild. And we are living proof of that. We are. Bless. Bless up. (laughs) And I think it's time that we start plugging ourselves because that's what you do with podcasts now. Oh, So until we have an Instagram for this podcast, Mm. you can go ahead and follow me at Nick Ditto. And I see D I T T O. Ooh. (laughs) And my Instagram handle with a solid 100 followers <laughs> is at Josh Gaso, J-O-S-H-G-A-Y-S-O. I feel like you should change that to Gouda, to but Gouda. I'm just saying. Your Venmo name, come on. It's Gouda. Yes. Yeah. I, hey, maybe by the time you listen to this, it'll be different. So <laughs> we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Smile at somebody. Have a good one. See ya.